0: Welcome to Ekoi Baptist Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast services. Listen and be blessed. We have as our topic, Be an Evangelist for Christ. Be an Evangelist for Christ. The passage read to us can actually be so meaningful if we go back to the first verse of chapter 8 in the book of Acts. Acts chapter 8. The story is actually this. There was a great persecution to the church in Jerusalem. You know that when Peter preached on the day of Pentecost, the Bible says that about 3,000 people were converted. They gathered themselves together. And after then, the Lord has been hiding those who have been saved to the church. So, we do not know the actual number of the church in Jerusalem. But thanks be to God who actually will want his purpose to be carried out. And one thing I know about this wonderful God is this. Sometimes, Satan will want to oppose him, but it will be to his glory. Satan used Saul, who later became Paul, to persecute the church. I believe that indeed the way he persecuted the church will be likened to the Boko Haram of today. He saw some of them killed, stoned to death. A Lot of them were imprisoned, the church was so disturbed, and the, the church now became scattered all over. But you will love this, you will love this as you read it in Acts chapter 8, verse 4. Can we put it on the board, please? Acts 8 4. Therefore, those who were scattered went everywhere. Hiding themselves. They went everywhere doing what? Preaching the word. Wow. That is what Christ said. Go and make disciples. They were almost building a mega church in Jerusalem and jesus christ is saying this is not what i meant for my church you should be scattered and if you're not going to scatter peacefully the evil one will scatter you forcefully and so they they went about every one of them except the 12 apostles they remained in Jerusalem, but every other person went around. And as they went, according to the word of God go, not stay, go, make disciples. Then they went around carrying the same message that brought them trouble in Jerusalem and they were preaching boldly to everyone that they found now were these ordained pastors no they are they were like people that we call lay men and women of today you i won't say you and me ah uh, i am A pastor. I'm expected to do what? Preach. I'm expected to do what? Evangelize. But are you not part of the body of Christ? You see, we believe in the priesthood of of all believers when it is convenient. Huh? But when it comes to the fact of living it, living our Christian life, I'm preaching Christ who actually saved us. Uh -uh. It is too heavy. We find it ridiculous. How can I be a preacher? I'm a banker. I'm a lawyer. I'm a doctor. I'm a teacher. How can I be preaching Christ? But that is what every one of us is expected to do. The Lord God Almighty wants you to know that we are meant to preach the good message. Others may be having bad news as we have in uh, Food for Thought. They may have bad news all over. In fact, bad news sells. People want to hear, oh, who has jumped to the lagoon, into the lagoon this this week? Let me check whether somebody has sent it to my uh, WhatsApp. Bad news. But we are the carriers of what? Good news. Good news. Of who? About your promotion. Maybe it's actually good to say that you are having jubilee. But about Jesus. That is the best news ever. That you can tell anybody. No, From the example of the church in Jerusalem which actually we need to copy. I know that in today's world, you know, with all the Boko Haram, the ISIS and ISIL or whatever they call themselves, going all around, killing people and things like that, a lot of us Christians will want to become vengeful. We want to avenge ourselves. We want to really go out and fight them. Kill them all. Kill them. They don't deserve to leave them. The nuisance to the society. But you're killing them. Will not please God? If anybody is to be thankful in what actually was dished at him by the society, by the world, I believe that it's not but Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ humiliated, Dragged and nailed on the cross for a sin that he did not commit but carrying our sins. From hindsight, we have come to know that. Yet, on that cross, what did he say? Father, kill them. Forgive them. For they know not what they are doing. And may I say to you, and I stand on this pulpit to say this whoever want to challenge it, go ahead. Jesus Christ would not want us to retaliate. He would not want us to use the same weapon they are using against us. They are killing us and sending us to heaven early before our time maybe, but I believe that that place is by far better than this world that is full of sin and uh, reproach. What you want us to do is not to use the same weapon, the carnal weapon, guns, bombs, or whatever they, 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 they are using against us to kill us, but to use the sword of the Spirit, sharper than two edged sword, and proclaim Jesus to them. A lot of them run to churches after they might have done the havoc. They run to churches because they are not at peace with themselves. They are not sleeping well. They are not eating well. They are not actually themselves until they are high in drugs. They are running to churches and crying out and saying that the spirit of those that they have killed innocently are tormenting them. They want to know the way out. And some have come to know Jesus. Children of God, it is important for us to know that we can actually live the very type of life that Jesus Christ has shown us by forgiving those who wrongly use us, by forgiving those who actually kill us without even knowing us. Stephen did. As was being stoned, the Bible says that he looked up and instead of crying and saying that these people are taking my life, Lord, save me. The same words of Jesus Christ he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they are doing. And you know something the Lord revealed to Stephen. What no other Christian has ever seen. In Acts chapter 8 verse 56. The Bible says that and the heavens opened and Stephen saw the son of man standing at the right hand of God. We have always known Jesus to be sitting at the right hand of God. But this time around he was standing and saying I know what they are doing. Come to me. Son, come to me. Children of God, it is important for us to know that if we do not do exactly what Christ has told us to do, we are sinning a lot. Great omission to the great commission is sin. We may not all be preachers but may i say this we can all be riches riches reaching people and i say this without any hesitation or apologies you seated there have contact with non-christians than those of us here You meet with them in marketplaces. We hardly go to market. To the market. You meet with them in your offices. And one thing that is actually there is that if you do not say the word of life to these people who are perishing, you are committing murder. In two passages of the book of Ezekiel, Ezekiel 3 18 and Ezekiel 33 8. The word of God says the same thing. When I say to the wicked, You shall surely die, and you give him no warning, nor speak the one to uh, one to, to and uh, the, the wicked from his wicked way to save his life, the same wicked man shall die in his iniquity. But what? His blood. I will do what? Require at your hand. You think God has changed his position? No. No. If God is going to mark murderers in the church of God today, sincerely speaking, huh, we'll see that our hands truly are full of blood. Why? Because we hold our peace too much we are afraid of that wicked boss we are afraid to lose our daily bread we are afraid of people we look at the faces and then we just hide ourselves and say no i'm not going to say anything to this one it may kill me oh i love what actually george Whitfield said one of the founders of Methodist Church he said that oh God forbid that I will see a person and be with him for him or her for 15 minutes and I will not open my, my, my mouth to preach Christ to that person. 15 minutes that is too much a chance to lose And lo and behold, Stephen died. Philip was not afraid to go the same way. Went around preaching Christ. And guess what? When he got to Samaria, the Bible tells us that the people in Samaria came out in full force to hear him. And they saw miracles performed through his hands. To the point that even Simon the sorcerer <laughs> had to look and say, No, this is too much. I thought that I had, you know, the tricks to actually perform miracles. This one is too real, too genuine, and too perfect. Submitted himself, maybe with ulterior motives, because actually that was exposed, but he came and said, I believe too children of God, it is important for us to know that when you have the mind to actually do things for the Lord, the Lord God Almighty is ready to pour in your spirit in you. If you don't desire it, you may not have it. But when the spirit is actually quickening your mind and you want to submit to him, oh, then the Holy Spirit will take charge. And what happened after uh, Philip had preached, it was then that the apostles came from Jerusalem to Samaria in order to lay hands on them. Then in the midst of the great harvest in Samaria, God now said through the Holy Spirit, Hey, Philip, I'm sending you from the city to the desert, to the desert place. Gaza you are going to be an evangelist for me there guess what ah, this God is wonderful why would God remove Philip from Samaria when the harvest was so plentiful and send him to the desert for only one man one man the Ethiopian eunuch. One man. And the spirit said, go now. Then when the spirit took him to um, Gaza and he saw the chariot, the spirit said, run after the chariot. Not walk, not jog. Run. Catch up with it. That opportunity must not be lost. Do you know that we lose so many opportunities? And we used to say this since I was in primary school, I've been hearing it, opportunity once lost can never be regained. How many opportunities have have we lost? We want this place full, to, to to, to be packed, but are we actually doing what we ought to do? Are we preaching to the people that we have met? And one thing about it is this, huh? Because of this one man from Ethiopia, the gospel came to Africa. What a wonderful way. Not through an apostle that witnessed to an African, but through one of the deacons. One of the helpers if we cannot even call them Dickens because they were not really called Dickens. One of the helpers to serve the table. And I pray that you submit yourself even for that. When the Holy Spirit is in control, he will lead you as to what you need to say. Some of us are so fluent in English, but when it comes to preaching Jesus Christ, we become hey, lost We don't know what to say. We don't know how to actually put our sentences together. Why? I believe that we need to know that yes, the work of the Lord cannot be done in the flesh. The Lord Jesus Christ said, as he was about to leave, you shall receive power. When what? When the Holy Spirit is upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me in jerusalem in judea in samaria and to the end of the earth the power to do it is not the power of language the power to do it is not the power of just mere knowledge of the scriptures the power to do it is what by the holy spirit i pray that the holy you allow the holy spirit to actually use you this morning as we go into, you no, know, a wonderful uh, change of event. We are shifting our focus of doing missions in Equally Baptist Church. And I pray that you'll be part of it so that what we are doing will not in any way be in vain. May I say this? The message is so simple. The message is so simple. What is the message all about? Not about yourself. So that you actually glorify yourself. It is about him who died. We came in order to show us the way to the father and died in order to redeem us of our sins and was risen from the dead in order to give us the hope for everlasting life. You need to preach Jesus. Every man, every woman, every boy, every girl is a sinner. And every sinner needs to be saved. The best of us, no matter how morally sound we may be, we are sinners. And we need God. We need to return to God. And then, what again did he preach? Salvation is by faith only by faith alone see what actually he said to the eunuch oh do you understand what you are reading and he said how can i understand unless somebody explains it to me and i don't know how many how many minutes he had with this eunuch but as he was preaching and he said ah wait a minute why shouldn't i be baptized say okay wait a minute uh baptism on its own cannot save you. Baptism is essential for Christians because it is the first step to obedience. Obedience to what? To the commands of Jesus Christ. But the very thing that actually will make you to actually be ready for baptism is your faith in Jesus Christ. You must believe with your whole heart that Jesus Christ your savior and i said i believe he is the son of the living god children of god do you know that no matter how powerful our preaching may be how eloquent our construction may be and so on so forth we cannot save anybody we cannot in any way bring about salvation in any soul The spirit is the one reaching out to people. He knows those who are ready, yearning for the Lord. And he wants to send you and I to these people. I still remember very well what happened to me years ago when the spirit actually came and said to me I should go to one man, one notorious man and preach to him because he, needs, he needed to hear the word of God. I went to his house. People around were actually afraid for me. Because they didn't know what would happen to me when I entered into his room. And truly, that room was fearful. He had only one bed and one chair. I sat down on the chair. He sat down on the, on the bed. And I was telling him about Jesus Christ. And I said, will you give your life to Jesus today? And he said, "No, come on Sunday. I want to do it in the church." I went on Sunday, and lo and behold, he had run away. And now I was actually looking and saying, "Hmm, this man, please, Lord, let him know you, let him actually give his life to you." That very week he died. A horrible death. But what actually am I saying? you know what, if I had disobeyed the spirit when he was telling me to go to him, huh? Sincerely, I'll be more guilty than ever because the Lord has sent me to him and I refused to obey the Lord and his blood truly will be in my hands. Children of God, children of God, let us listen. Don't you know that the Holy Spirit is in you? You only want the gifts of the Holy Spirit to show off. No. The Holy Spirit is in you. to use you according to his will. Release yourself. Here he is prompting. Go to Gaza. Run to the chariot. Tell him. Because then the passage is written, and the blood opened the mouth of Philip, and the eunuch was saved. Will you save a eunuch this week? Thank you for listening. We hope you were blessed. Ikoi Baptist Church is a Bible believing church located at 5 to 7 Latif Jakandi Road in Ikoyi of Lagos State, Nigeria. You can find us on Facebook at Ekoi Baptist Church or reach the church directly via phone at 016320485 and 016320486. For more information, please visit the church website at www.ekoibaptistchurch.org. We look forward to having you back next week.